Well, it's great to, to be with you guys. I want you to turn in your Bibles to the book of Matthew, which is the first book of the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Hold the horse while I get on. Matthew 13, 44. Yell out when you're there. This whole series for this month, I'm so excited, is joy to the world. Joy to the world. And uh, how many people know that Jesus is joy to the world? And, uh, but today, I really felt God say, I want you to speak on the power of joy. The power of joy. When joy is present, there is power. I want you to know, the Bible says, that the joy of the Lord shall be your... Come on, somebody. The joy of the Lord shall be your strength. The Bible says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. So I found that God began to speak to me while I was away this week on the power of joy. I'd never seen joy as power. I'd always seen joy as a commodity. I'd kind of seen joy as something nice to have. But God began to speak to me about the power of joy. And so today I want to talk to you about the power of joy and why, why joy is something worth cultivating and why joy is something worth protecting and why joy is something worth fighting for in your life. So come with me, Matthew 13, 44. Let's have a look at this. Jesus says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid and for, come on somebody, and for, joy over it he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field one more time again the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid and for joy over it he goes and he sells all that he has and he buys the field everyone say joy i i love this i love this story because Joy, joy is the centerpiece. Joy is, is the motivation here. In Psalm 16 verse 11, uh, it says that in His presence is fullness of joy. In His presence is fullness of joy. So we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength, but in His presence is fullness of joy. Because if something's going to be my strength, I, I want to know how to get this stuff. You know, some, some professional athletes, you know, I was told that, uh, you know, with, with the Tour de France that, uh, you, know, you know, we know that, you know, a certain athlete, you know, Mr. Armstrong was, you know, done for, you know, take, but, but somebody, somebody in that kind of competitive sphere said, you, you need to understand uh, all of them, all of them take stuff that helps them. He says, you see these guys that have 29 kilometer you know, uh, rises where they're riding uphill and all of a sudden halfway up, they'll just step into another gear and just begin to just, you know, grind it out. You know, the, the pain in their legs, the pain in their body, but because they're taking, they, they found something that gives them a strength and an edge. To I, if, if the joy of the Lord is my strength, I want to know how to get me some. And the Bible says that in His presence is fullness of joy. I, I, don't, I don't know about you. I don't want just a little scrap. I don't want just kind of a little, you know, blessing of joy, a little sprinkling of joy. I want, I want joy. I, I, if, if joy. But can I tell you, there are things that deplete joy and there are things that steal joy from your life. So let's just throw this scripture up. Galatians 5.22. A lot of you will know that. Uh, Galatians chapter 5 talks about the gifts of the, or the fruits of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22, is love, joy. 
peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Joy is the second fruit. The first one is love. You'll find that when somebody is filled with the Holy Spirit, they are a loving person. They're a loving person. Let me just kind of uh, preface this, this message with this. Is, uh, I'm not really into religion. Now listen, every religion probably has some very, very good merits, and that's why people buy into it. Maybe they have some wonderful you know, uh, attributes or principles or you know, statutes or whatever, and, and God bless them. But here's the difference between Christianity and religion. Every religion works with a thing that I call conformity. Conformity is changing the outside. That, you know, when you join a particular religion, whether it's the Hare Christians, you've got to shave your head, have a little ponytail at the back and wear orange and have a pair of bongo drums at the airport, whatever. You know, uh, you, know you, you, can tell, you can tell when someone belongs to the, you know, Islamic religion because the wives wear a burqa and the men wear, you know, the kind of the kaftan and, you know, the whole beard thing. And, and, and you can kind of tell, but not Christianity. Christianity, it's like you can't tell somebody is of that religion because God, 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 is not, God is less interested with conforming the outside than he is in transforming you from the inside out, from the inside out. And so what is so beautiful about Christianity is that God himself, through the person of the Holy Spirit, comes and lives on the inside of you and begins to produce fruit, begins to produce fruit that you cannot produce on yourself. You can't, you can't self-help your way to love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, general self-control. You, you can't motivate, you can't pump up yourself, you can't, you know, drink you know, salt water or something and produce. The only way you can get love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, general self-control in its abundance, in its epitome, in its highest form, in its most potent content is you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is in you, He is producing that 24-7-365. You know, and, and that's, why, that's why we see that Christians love. Every other religion, like the Islamic religion, has to use force. And if you convert to Islam from Christianity, you're fine. But if you convert from Islam to Christianity, you know, there's a, there's a fatwa put on your head and, and you know, you're in danger of your life and they murder and they kill and they, you know, why? why? Because there's no power there. There's no power to convert. So they have to do it, you know, through, through the, the arm of the flesh and through violence. Whereas with Christianity, we win through love. People look at our lives and they see Christ living in us through our love, through our joy, through our peace, through our patience, through our kindness, through our gentleness, through our self-control they see the 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 person of Jesus so let me just say this